Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. We're on episode 35 for the 23rd of TVs. And the topic for today is we are finishing, concluding the, the chapter 12, and we're still talking about the Benoni, the intermediate person. And we're going to talk today a little bit about this idea of impulse control. So we live in a society nowadays, I've mentioned this before, where there's this feeling of being authentic to your real self, going with your emotions, being true to how you feel. And what, what I've mentioned before is this idea is in stark contrast to Judaism, and especially as brought down in the Tanya. So there's sort of like this, this modern understanding that when people behave badly, it's not really their fault that they weren't able to control themselves, that they were a victim of their impulses. You know, maybe it was their upbringing. Maybe they had a bad childhood or somebody was bullied them as, as a kid or, you know, whatever it is. And what we're going to learn about today is that this is not how we should think, at least when it comes to ourselves. We actually, as human beings, do have control and do have the ability to have self-control. And as I've put in the title, the idea of impulse control. And this is the state of being a Benoni. And this is what being a Benoni is all about. So if you remember, you know, we've been talking about in the past couple of episodes is this idea of, you know, what the Benoni is this interesting category, because on the one hand, you know, they seem very similar to a tzaddik in the sense that they don't sin at all. You know, they're never doing any kind of sin, even the most minutest of sins. They're totally behaving in thought, speech, and action in the most perfect way. However, the way that they're not a tzaddik and that they're more similar to a rasha is because on the inside, they haven't eradicated the evil within them. So they still have impulses to do bad, to do, to, to, to behave in negative ways. And so the difference and, and what puts them in this funny category is that while they still have the impulse, the same impulses that a rasha might have, that an, a wicked person might have, they have the ability to be able to control them. And so today we're going to talk about why and how that happens. How is it that a is able to have this level of self-control. So what we start off today is we learn about that this is because, like we talked about, the godly soul resides in the mind, whereas we said that the animal soul resides in the heart. So an easy way to understand this is that godly soul is a little bit more intellectually based and the the animal soul is a little bit more emotive. It's more emotionally based. And we said that there is an advantage that the godly soul has over the animal soul in the sense that by nature, our innate nature is that the mind rules over the heart. So even though um, a person might not have been able to fully, fully conquer their animal soul, we did mention 
previously that a Benoni is able to do this at certain times, during times of prayer and meditation and things like that. And so even though after the prayer, after the meditation, then the evil reemerges, resurfaces, what happens is that those times of prayer and, and meditation are actually really essential because they leave an imprint in the mind. And this imprint it causes them this the inner the inner and hidden fear and love of God that's hidden within the right ventricle of the heart is able it gives them sort of like the the oil the the driving port force the ability to be able to conquer over the bad so that even though a person might have these impulses somebody might have these taivas as we call them these these desires for bad he doesn't actually actualize them in actuality. He's able to have control. Such a person, because of this imprint of the good that's within them, is able to execute self-control so that this evil does not actually get enclosed within the body and not even in the mind. So there's there might this be this conception that a person might have that like, you know, you can think whatever you want. Nobody sees your thoughts. And just as long as you don't act on your thoughts, it's fine. But you know, think about whatever it is. Nobody, nobody knows what you're thinking about. And the altar rabbi says, no, that such a person, this banani that we're talking about has complete control even over their mind so that they are able to not even to stop their thoughts. So it's true that, you know, we don't necessarily have control over the, the initial impulse that we have, the initial thought that rises up in our mind, but a Benoni is able to stop it as soon as it comes in and so that, and not, you know, mull over it and meditate upon it once it comes in. So that as soon as this thought comes up in their mind, they're able to push it away, the altruist says, with two hands and to totally think about something totally different. So the moment that a Benoni recognizes that this thought that's coming up into them is not a good thought, they're able to totally push it aside and not receive it and not not have it be something that they want to do. Because as we mentioned, there's three garments, there's thought, speech, and action. So if a person is thinking or if a person is speaking, even for a split second, something that is against God, they are called a Russia. And we learned previously that a Benoni is never considered to be a Russia. So too in regards to speech, that let's say if a Benoni encounters, you know, a situation where uh, it's between their fellow man and immediately they have this impulse to the, some kind of negative feeling towards the person, like a feeling of, of jealousy or hatred or anger or, you know, something like that or resentment. So he doesn't allow this even to be indulged within his mind or in his will. And his mind totally conquers the situation and over his heart and to do exactly the opposite of what he feels like doing and to actually act very kindly and with chesed and with giving and, and warmth towards the fellow that, they, that he had this negative feeling towards. And to be very, very tolerant of this person to the nth degree and to not at all, God forbid, feel any anger towards this person and to not exact any revenge against them, but rather to the contrary, the altar Rebbe says, to do good to them. As we see in the Zohar, he cites the Zohar and he says that this is, you know, what we learn from the story with Yosef and his and his brothers, that Yosef could have been very resentful towards his brothers, you know, like they sold him into slavery, they tried to kill him and everything. But Yosef, no, like he was, you know, Yosef was on a very high level, obviously. So he was able to actually see his brothers in a very good light and not act revengeful towards them. So that's the conclusion of the chapter. So just, you know, to summarize a little bit. So again, we were talking about the Benoni. We're talking about this idea that the Benoni is somebody who 
Yes, they might have impulses not to do the right thing. But the difference between a Benoni and a Russia is because of these times of prayer and meditation, they're able to utilize this inner love and fear that they have within God, which leaves them an have of God, which leaves an imprint within their mind. And this imprint gives them the power and the ability to conquer these impulses and to stop these impulses before they become a really, a real thing. And before they actually express themselves, whether we're talking about, um, really thinking about things that they shouldn't be thinking about and dwelling on these things or, or speaking and, and treating their fellow man in a way that is not, in line with God. So that's it for today. And I'll speak to you tomorrow when we begin chapter 13. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.